I'm super pumped. We're going to be making Uplink history today. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Uplink. I'm super excited and super pumped to be talking to uh, Zio today. Um, we're going to be talking about science. We're going to be talking about Star Wars and we're talking about gaming. So first off, who the heck are you? Thank you for having me. It is an honor. Yeah, yeah. This is this is actually like my first podcast, so I'm pretty pumped about this. But anyways, my name is Siolmara, but most of you guys know me as Zio. I am a total science geek nerd. Loves gaming, loves Star Wars. I got my bachelor's degree in forensic science. And right now I am getting my PhD in chemistry. Um, and most recently I've started streaming. Yes. So that has been very fun, actually. Correct me if I'm wrong. I may have the story wrong, but was, was Uplink or Battlefront podcast the first podcast you listened to? Or? It was. It, it was, was the very okay. first podcast I've ever listened to. Well, it's an honor. Um, been doing this for quite some time. Uh, it's super, it's, it's always mind blowing to see, uh, who listens to the podcast. Um, yeah, I I remember the day you had followed me on Twitter and I just my mind just <laughs> my face lit up like wait, there's a Battlefront podcast? Yes. I need this. Yes. <laughs> um you've been a, a big part of the community for quite some time. Um what what got you started in uh, Star Wars uh, first off? So, the first encounter I actually had with Star Wars was when uh, Attack of the Clones came out. My parents took me to the movie theater to see it. Okay. Of course, yeah. Of course, being that age, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Nothing. The story was not processing in my brain, but there was cool lightsabers everywhere, a bunch of shooting, a bunch of action. So, of course, I just thought it was awesome. And then that was pretty much it for a while. And then my mom, actually, she bought me because my mom um she used to buy me tons of movies growing up vcrs dvds everything and she actually got me episode three revenge of the sith okay yeah and i remember just staring at it like i, I kind of don't want to watch this movie <laughs> like it doesn't seem like my thing but then one day i'm like you know what i'm just gonna put it on and at this point the only like star wars knowledge i had was like Oh, Luke Skywalker, Vader. Good guy, okay. bad guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching this movie, and the whole time I'm thinking Anakin is Luke, right? Okay. Um, because I, I'm like, oh, this is the protagonist. That's Luke Skywalker right there. It has to be. <laughs> um, and then it gets to the end, and he becomes Vader, and my mind was just, what? Super confused. <laughs> Wait a second. I didn't think this is how this movie was going yeah, to go. And, yeah, and then basically I went down a rabbit hole and just it went, I guess, all downhill from there or uphill. <laughs> Depending on your point of view. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that That's awesome. Um, question for you. I mean, not necessarily because it was the first movies that you really got into, but which ones are your favorite? Are Were those ones that your favorite to this day or... Has that been? Till, uh, yeah, till this day, Revenge of the Sith is is my favorite because I think I think that movie was basically a key moment in my life mm. to get me being like being a a Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Really? We uh, so 
part of our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash uplinkpodcast. Today, literally today, we recorded the episode that will come out Saturday, and uh, we did a 55-minute episode on Revenge of the Sith, and we're talking about how it's such an iconic entry into uh, the series, the franchise. Oh, like, absolutely. The, absolutely. The fact that you could just nerd out about that is, is awesome. Exactly. And like the, uh, with, uh, part of the uplink team is, uh, Dinko, who I'm pretty sure you're familiar with. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we were talking about it and he's like, Revenge of the Sith is the best opening in any Star Wars movie. And I sat there, I was like, thought about it. We went through all of the, the openings of the Star Wars movies. Like, that checks out. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you have, like, that huge battle in the beginning mm-hmm. that just draws you in. Everything that Star Wars is is in that opening, is, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> At, uh-huh, absolutely. And then you get, like, Anakin's banter with Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. You get R2-D2 sassy moments. Just, <laughs> it's it's great. Yes, the sassy droid. Getting into the gaming side of things, were you uh, was that part of your experience with Star Wars, or was that later on that you just started with the movies, or was it uh, in tandem with um, the the Star Wars movies? It was definitely, definitely many many years later on. Okay. Um, and Star Wars gaming is actually what made me become even even bigger Star Wars fan. Okay. It that's how much of an influence it has had on my life. Um because I didn't grow up playing video games. Basically the last thing I remember having is like a Game Boy Advance. Okay. And then it just stopped there. I don't know what happened. I think my dad was like probably like mm, we shouldn't be giving her video games or something. I don't know. Um yeah, it just it just stopped there. Okay, and you kind of answered the that question, but it it was uh more of like a, a family thing that you weren't e- weren't able to explore further into video games, or was it just kind of like ah. Eh, yeah, it was definitely like more of like a family thing. I don't think my dad was a big um fan of me playing video games. He was more like because he had that whole stigma idea that a lot of people still have that. You know, people who play video games are lazy, unproductive, not intelligent, you know. Okay. Which is completely not true. Definitely, definitely. Um, what what has been some of your experiences going further into the, the gaming world here? I guess I can kind of talk about, like, kind of how it started. Yeah. Yeah, so I... um my boyfriend knew that like I was a huge Star Wars fan and we were, we were at GameStop and, and I'm like, wait a minute, like Star Wars (laughs) Battlefront two. And this was when the game was uh, released. Okay. I got it right away. Um, And perfect. Like the stars aligned. Exactly. It's just like, holy crap. (laughs) Like, wow. We get home, we put it on his PlayStation and our apartment at the time had the worst Wi-Fi ever that I could not even play online. Oh, it was it was sad. It was very very sad. Um, and 
you know, at the time, like months later had passed and I just basically kind of forgot about it. Very sad. Um, and at the moment, I was actually going through some very, very, very dark times in my life during that time. Um, I felt kind of alone and isolated. And I think I think I still had like Battlefront in the back of my mind. And one time I was I, I was just browsing YouTube and um, Elliot's channel, uh, yeah. Battlefront <laughs> Updates, just just popped up, right? Yeah. And this is the first streamer I have ever seen ever. And I'm watching him and I'm just like, wow, like he's having such a fun time. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm missing out. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, Elliot's the OG, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just... And thankfully, like, I we had just moved, and finally we had Wi-Fi that actually worked. <laughs> and what I'm talking about that, like, I had no experience with gaming. I, I literally had to learn how to use the remote. Like, the two analog sticks, and this one you move, and the other one you look with, and yeah. it was very very new to me very new okay yeah my my mom uh we play a lot of uh like nintendo games and then when battlefront 2015 came out we all hopped in as a family together took turns and she had the same experience when we were playing battlefront 2015 of like oh my gosh <laughs> what is this left and right it's, stick stuff yeah it's so hard it's mm -hmm. like you it's like stuff when you when you see other people play, it's like you don't even think about that, right? Yeah. But and then like when you, you when you to it, you don't think about it either. Exactly. Exactly. Looking back, it's I'm so grateful that that just happened. I don't know. His community was very welcoming. You know, no one no one made me feel too dumb to play a video game, or that it was too late to try to play Battlefront again. That's awesome. Uh, what mentioning the community? Um, what are some of the things that um, helped you get into the community, and what are some of the things that um, you you found really uh, key in joining the the Star Wars gaming community? I think I think I love the fact that I saw other people had the same interest as me, um, because again, the people I was around with didn't we we didn't really have like the same interests almost like this is going to sound so bad but there was like a <laughs> a point in my life where like this so so this person who i thought was like a friend laughed at me for liking like a, a nerdy star wars thing and and i just like finding a group of people that mm -hmm. loved what i loved it felt so good, especially at that point in my life, because I was starting. It was my first year of grad school. I had really bad personal things going on in my life, and like my mental health was just draining. And that was that brought enjoyment to my life. It's like I, I never experienced it anywhere else. The this whole Star Wars gaming community, it's it's great. Mm -hmm. It's very empowering uh, to find your 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 tribe. Yeah, yeah. It felt nice. It felt nice to be able to talk with other people who who um, 
again could like nerd out about like star wars with you mm-hmm. it's fun it's fun too and and um again we're we're in a large community star wars is one of the biggest franchises period um so you're gonna have negative people and you're gonna have those toxic communities but for for the most part um everybody's nice everybody's so nice and welcoming such a supportive and welcoming community um so growing up we we were nintendo people our whole family was nintendo people our first uh, console was the gamecube um that that's how we got started we didn't have a, a playstation until uh literally we got the darth vader edition of the ps4 for battlefront 2015 um nice in the and then in the Nintendo world, uh, like Nintendo doesn't really, they don't have like developers getting on their personal accounts talking to fans. Um, so it was it was really cool seeing that uh, as a like a as a community, someone knew the the community and saying, "Hey, look at this. We this this is really cool. We actually have people discussing things. There's interactions between the developers." Um, Again, Elliot, too, was one of the, the first people. Uh, we started the podcast in 2015, and he started his channel in uh, late 2013, early 2014. Um, so he's he's been around even longer than we have and was uh, a big part of us finding this community of like, oh, Ex- hey, look. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I swear, if it wasn't for him, I, I, like, I don't know what would have happened, honestly. Mm. <laughs> Um, that's, that's how much his content probably has shaped my life in a way. Um, it's crazy. Like I, I basically took over my boyfriend's PlayStation <laughs> That's awesome. and like, I would play on his console way more than he would with, with people <laughs> from the battlefront community. And I had his gamer tag and I remember I kept telling him this was obviously way before I had my own, uh, pc i like i would tell him like hey like can you give me your gamer tag like that's mine and he's like no way like i've had this my entire life like you need to make your own and i did not want to because i had made so much progress Mm. on battlefront (laughs) and it's just no i don't want to start over you don't understand you can't take this from me (laughs) no (laughs) which i mean like obviously it's his but (laughs) it's actually yours (laughs) yeah that's awesome and and like you mentioned this earlier um your twitch streaming what what has that Mm -hmm. been experienced like i you you posted this on twitter that you waited in line at a micro center to get a a a 3070 uh was that like the start of your uh basically i'll say twitch career what what are some of the things that inspired you to getting into twitch and streaming yeah so i I, I've always wanted to stream. I think it's because that like enjoyment that Elliot brought to people. Mm-hmm. I kind I wanted to bring that like to other people as well. And when I initially started, I, I honestly had no idea how the channel was going to turn out to be or anything. Like I was very very lost I, I mean i'm still learning and everything but i just remembered that i finally had the money i finally had the space to build up 
my computer and thank god i did it when i did because now know, you know right? people people can't find uh gpus and I'm stuff um <laughs> yeah it's it's so bad it's just, i just remember like i just had this feeling inside of me like oh you that's the last part that you need mm -hmm. for your pc like just wake up early and go get it and thank god because it it paid off in the end and i was able to get my graphics card and yeah, build my PC and then start streaming. Um, but like overall, I just, I think I just want people to see that, hey, you, you don't have to be like a huge experienced gamer to game. Like you, people think that like if you've been playing games since you were a child up until now, like those are the people only that game. It's like, no, you, I started gaming like, five years ago mm -hmm. no less than five years ago um yeah wait actually probably less than four years ago and it's not too late for anybody to start and also i think i think i also just want people to get the stigma out of your mind that like people that that game are are lazy and unproductive and so on and like, as I was saying before, me and you know that, obviously, because we know a bunch of people now in our community who game and are totally not like that. But yeah. it's like, I I am not surrounded by those people every day. My, this whole new gaming, this gaming community is still fairly new to me. Most of the people that I've surrounded myself with in my career, like, don't do any of this stuff at all. Yeah. And I just like I just want this like notion out of their mind that like yeah people who game yeah total waste of their time they're lazy they're not <laughs> smart blah 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 um and I love it just because it's it's honestly it has made me more confident because it has really brought me out of my comfort zone hmm. you know just trying a game on a PlayStation met those years ago was definitely out of my comfort zone trying battlefront out of my comfort zone and this was like totally out of my comfort zone too and and i i love it that's so awesome. so yeah, yeah yeah like i just i'm just like hoping maybe like someone can watch me and obviously like i want to bring them enjoyment and stuff but maybe like I'll inspire them in a way to like, hey, I kind of want to try this out too, you know? Like she's, mm -hmm. she she says she's fairly new. Like maybe I can give it a shot. And then I think also as well, it's like, I think the problem is a lot of like women, I, I don't know a lot of women that game. And that doesn't mean they don't exist, obviously, because we know a ton of women that game. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I think the problem is, again, it's like not in their comfort zone because they just see so many men do it. So they think it's just a men thing. So you, you beat me to it. I was planning to bring this up later in the episode. But um, so you are the first woman guest on the podcast in the entire six year period. And it's not like, oh, man, I really just just don't think women gamers are a thing. And like, well, I'm just going to highlight them. And it's just been a lack of effort on my part. And I'm working towards getting better at that. But I want to ask you, what has been your experience 
as a, a female gamer in the the Star Wars community that has such a long legacy, what are some of the things that you've noticed and are using your um, the, the size of your platform, whether it be big or small, your platform to uh, improve that? Well, one obviously the most major one is that like I guess not many <laughs> not many women play Battlefront, um, <laughs> and. It's so funny when I ask around, a lot of the responses I get are like, I play, but I suck. And, it, I, and I hate hearing that because it's just like, who cares? Like, and I feel like people say that because there are probably like, I don't know, toxic men out there who are mm -hmm. just like, oh, like you yeah. suck at video games. Like they, you shouldn't be playing down at some point in the past and they don't want to put expectations. Exactly. Exactly. And that sucks so much. It's it, it sucks so much. And it's like, I don't. I think it's like you don't have to be good at video games. And also you can get better. Mm -hmm. You can get totally exactly. better. Like, yeah, it's just like. Obviously, there's a difference if you're playing and you're and you're not having a good time. Yeah. Fair, you know. But if you really like the game and you just don't want to play because you're scared, because like you suck, and who cares what other people think? Mm -hmm. It's it's for you. It's it's for your enjoyment. Like again, it's 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 hard. Like it's hard for especially women to get out of their comfort zone and and try a, a video game when when you know they they just like they think they won't be good at it or they've seen just nothing but men play it's it's it can be a debbie downer i guess yeah it can be it can be very intimidating i know it, yes that exactly intimidating for sure I, I open most of my streams with like, hey, if you want good gameplay, go somewhere else because we're just going to hear, we're going to be here, have fun, talk Star Wars and just yeah. chill and hang out here. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the gaming community is like so um, aggressive and skill based. Um, something that I loved with the Squadrons Rise is how supportive people are in that community towards um, beginners. And I think that's something that... Um, we as a community need to get better at is welcoming absolutely absolutely yeah be absolutely because if can you imagine if i like stumbled across like i don't know a battlefront updates or something and i and i wanted to play with somebody and they saw that i was like i don't know some beginner player and they're and they were put off by that and they just didn't want to play with me anymore yeah yeah like how do you think that's going to make me feel? Of course, I'm never going to want to touch the game again. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you think it's um, a uniquely Battlefront thing that it is less of a, a woman community? Uh, we, we're seeing a lot more of a, a drive towards, uh, again, women have always played games, but uh -huh. yep. it's more of an accepting of the uh, vocalizing of it. Like, oh, yeah, I play yeah. games. yeah. I think it's just, I feel like a lot of women gamers might be, like, overlooked. Hmm. Like, it's, I think that's it, overlooked and ignored sort of deal. How do you see that? Um, what are some of the steps 
towards making it better in your in your viewpoint hmm that's 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 a good question i i feel like there are many answers to that mm-hmm. so many more answers to, to that each community Truth, yeah, true, yeah uh-huh yep exactly so it's i mean they're like what you're doing i think it's amazing like even just having me on this podcast it's one step forward for sure like i love it me too like it's this like, is awesome next week i'm gonna like, have my girlfriend on the podcast we're gonna talk about like, public commando <laughs> hell yeah like i love it because it's like what me like a a woman like a a phd candidate on a gaming podcast what <laughs> like what i mean how how cool is that i mean it's pretty awesome first of all to just say hey i'm i'm getting phd Second off, also, oh. <laughs> I play games. Also, I like Star Wars. Also, I like Star Wars video games. Oh, hey, and I'm a woman, too. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I think also, I think also one of the issues is just finding the community because obviously some women don't feel comfortable not, they, they feel comfortable only playing with women. Hmm. Does that, that is, make that sense? That's a really like, good point, yeah. You know, um, and it can be hard to find another woman that that plays the same game as you, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I, I remember I would put stuff out because I feel like I needed like a female friend to game with like, oh, who who owns a PlayStation or something or who owns yeah. a PC? It's like, yeah, I would I would find them, but we we would all play different games. Mm-hmm. So in a way we were kind of like all isolated in different communities. What are some of the ways that you've overcome that? Uh, we were uh, uh, direct messaging about, uh, what is it? The Galactic Vampire? Is that what Yes. So, so what are shout some out of the places to, like that? Yeah. So shout out to the Galactic Vampire. So they're a group on Facebook, basically all female fans of Star Wars. So it's not just dedicated, like it's not just a, it's not a gaming community or anything. It's just overall all Star Wars mm-hmm. community for women. Um, because that's essentially where we feel safe, um, where we can share our honest opinions, where we won't feel judged. Yeah. Where basically somebody else can understand how it feels to be a woman Star Wars fan. Um, And I have found a couple people in there who like game, which it's, you know, it's still a needle in a haystack, Mm -hmm. but those very few, it's, it it feels so good. Yeah. It's, it's all about finding that community and uh, taking part. And it's, it's true too about finding the the community of like-minded people or, um, maybe even not necessarily like-minded, but um, the same uh, gender or gender identity where you can come yeah. at the same place and you you have a, a shared experience in this community of, hey, yeah. I haven't found, um, I, know there, I know there are women out there that love Star Wars because I see them online, but how can I connect and find people to play with or find people to talk Star Wars with? Yeah, exactly. I think... Um, just this past weekend, I found another uh, streamer who plays Battlefront, and I, I just lit up right away because <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, like, you're amazing. It's it's super cool. Uh, 
going a little bit deeper into uh, the Battlefront front world, what have been some of your favorite experiences with Star Wars gaming? Oh, man. Okay, so till this day, till this day. Now, I, I haven't played many games, right? I, but I, I've, I can say I've... I've played, um, let's see, how many? I've played one, two, four Resident Evil games already. Bioshock. I've been enjoying that. Yeah. Um, Bio. Yeah, I mentioned Bioshock already. Little Nightmares. Mm -hmm, um, yes. And uh, obviously Jedi Fallen Order and Battlefront. But Jedi Fallen Order is still my favorite game. Okay. Out of all of those games. So... I, re I know a lot of people talk about how when Battlefront 2017 like was first announced, like that feeling, mm -hmm. I never got to experience that. Um, but I experienced that with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order at Celebration. Star yeah. Wars Celebration. You were at yeah. Celebration, right? Yes, yes. And like the whole room was pumped. It's just like now I know now I know how how you guys felt for that battlefront announcement. Yes. <laughs> like this yeah, this is a freaking awesome. And I was definitely very hyped for that game. I played it the first day it came out. Yes. And I thought it it was just an amazing experience. I and I know a lot of a lot of people would tell me like, "Oh, like it's kind of like Dark Souls." Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Just like, well, well, I've never played Dark Souls. I, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I really can't compare this to anything else because this is basically, basically, when I first tried Jedi Fallen Order, that was the second game I've ever tried, I, other than Battlefront. Yeah, it's just yeah, and, and covering the complete gambit there from a first and third person shooter to a single player third person game like. It's it's quite the jump too. Yeah, it's but that that game just took it to a whole nother whole nother level for me for gaming. Yeah. Was it a great story paired with the gameplay? Was it uh, just the whole Star Wars setting uh, as a whole, all of the things combined? The gameplay was really cool. Um graphics were nice. Mhm. Mm and I really, you know, like, I'm not going to lie, when I saw Kel, I, I, I was hyped, you know, but in a way, I was also like, man, I kind of wish, like, kind of wish I could play, like, a female Jedi or something. Yeah. But I fell in love with Kel right away. Um, he's a great character. He's a, he's a fantastic character, and I was basically caught in, to, into his story every step of, of the way. The way they, they laid out his introduction mm -hmm. to the story and it was great it, it set up really nicely um and it, it that game also introduced so many other cool characters like Marin, for example yes. yes she's great i would play a whole um, game with her in a yeah like she is freaking awesome um we have the best character bd1 yeah <laughs> that alone is is come on bd is just a reason enough for anybody to try the game mm -hmm. just yeah we've had the second 
Inquisitor Sister, Malikos. Yeah, they they hit it out of the ballpark with that. So do you share the belief that uh, they should have stayed on Bracca longer? Ooh. I, I loved the atmosphere of Bracca. I loved the... Uh, it felt very Star Wars-y for yeah, sure. The grungy city scrapper yeah. vibe. I loved yeah. It's like yeah. it's the closest we've come to getting like a, a really detailed Coruscant map in current yeah. Star Wars games. Interesting. I never thought about that. I booted it up a couple months ago when they first did the when they did the first update for the next gen consoles. And I, I later on they're gonna do like a full redo, like a, a full edition for the new consoles. But mm-hmm. Uh, when they did just a little patch for it to get a little extra frame rate, a little extra resolution, I went through again and played the opening. And I was like, man, I kind of wish we played even longer on this map. Like, this it's is an so epic good. feeling, isn't it? Like seeing seeing the Star Destroyer in the background. And it's so cinematic and so yeah. much is going on at the same time as you're walking through these grungy, uh, I wouldn't even call them streets, uh, platforms that are made out of scrap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very cool. It it definitely and it's I feel like at the time it was like a side of Star Wars that we we never really get to see in a way. Mhm. Yeah. So I can definitely see how how people would would have loved to get more of that. What are some of your hopes for the next game? Jedi Fallen Order? Yes. Oh man. <laughs> it's a it's a big can of worms there. It is. It is. Um, I don't know. Just a little spoiler alert here. I do wish, though, that uh, Vader didn't kill second sister. Hmm. My my heart kind of broke a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like I I kind of wanted her to have like a a little redemption there, but yeah, it seemed like she was on the edge of it. Yeah, she really was. But I that definitely that moment made the game more intense. So I can see why they did that. <laughs> I I'm re- do we know anything about the game? Like, have they said anything about like time wise? So I talked with uh, Bespin Bulletin uh, a little while ago, and he's uh, one of the guys that leaked uh, the release for Squadrons and um, the Kotor uh, leak with uh, Jason Schreier. He was one yeah. of the one of the big key players in that, and he said he has some of the. Some of the, he knows some of the stuff around it. He wouldn't share a whole bunch, but he did share that it is going to be based around Cal, and that's good because I know there was some speculation that it wouldn't. It wouldn't be Cal. I honestly, I, I I'd be kind of sad if it wasn't because same um, here. Yeah, he's he's a good character. He is. I I love his like he's quirky. He's a little quirky. Um, some of his. Yeah. Some of his um, personality shines through a bit. I that was what I, I would agree. love to see more is more of a, a hammering down on because like him as a Jedi has he's had to uh, hide his true identity for quite some time to to survive. I'd love to see more of him opening into that. Um, one thing that I I definitely don't want them to do is uh, make him like somehow forget who he is and he has to relearn all of his abilities. I I just don't want him to do that. I hope they expand the the type of game because it made sense for the first one that he would uh, have blocked off that part of his past and he relearned his abilities. Uh, yeah, yeah. But if they do that again, it would be kind of redundant in a way. Like, Come on, guys! <laughs> I already yeah, did all this. Yeah. I need to double yeah. jump. 
yeah, I can. Yeah, I can kind of see that can become annoying for sure. I know. I was I was really annoyed when I couldn't double jump right off the bat. I was like, ah, oh, come on, man. That's like the Jedi special ability. That, Everyone knows that. I, I probably died more from falling than anything else. Yes. <laughs> a falling and then um, th- one of the things I had struggles with was uh, those freaking big toad things. Oh, you know what's funny? I I actually I actually never got to fight. Um, what's his name? Um, what's that creature? That monster's name? Uh, I know the big the big big one, right? Yeah, I I never fought him. Never. Why I, am I forgetting his name? I accidentally did. <laughs> Agdo Bogdo. Yes, Agdo Bogdo. So, so when I first played it, I just, I think I, I'm like, I'll, I'll come back to you later, you know? <laughs> and the second time I did the same thing, but I was like ready. I'm like, I have all these force powers. This should be easy. And he just ignored me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Okay. I'll just go over here and open this chest up and call it a day, I guess. And everybody was just like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Like, he's just going to ignore you. Like, you don't have to suffer through what we suffered. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know how that feels. <laughs> That's so frustrating. I, actually, I like I didn't even try to plan to uh, to attack it. And I was jumping around. You know, they've got the pits everywhere. And I accidentally fell in through one. And all of a sudden, these yeah. freaking bounty hunters started attacking me. And then all of a sudden, there's this big beast over there. I was like, oh, no, this is not good. That oh, That is something else I loved about that game, about the random bounty hunters Yeah, that you would get, that they would just, like, catch you off guard. It's like, oh, okay. It's like kind of like you get, like, this mini boss fight in a way. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's so funny when I talk about when I talk with people about this game, we all have different experiences in terms of like which boss fight was the hardest. Okay. Like for me, Trilla's final boss fight was the hardest for me. Hmm. And and everyone's like, really? For me it was it was Malakos or something. It's and other people, it's like, oh, it's the Ninth Sister. Um yeah. And I find that really, really interesting. The hardest one for me was Malakos. Yeah, it I seems... died so much from that freaking guy. Oh, it made me so mad. I had to step away from the game for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you can def you. Yeah, your brain can only handle so much. <laughs> uh, when we reach, uh, I I think we're gonna set it for uh, one thousand one hundred subscribers on YouTube. I'm gonna do a a full Jedi Fallen Order stream. So. Oh, I love it. Do the whole game in one stream. Um, Hell, oh, wow. Ooh. It's feasible. I think it's about 10 hours. Like a, so. like a speed run or something? I'm going to try to do it as quickly as possible. Wow. Okay. So we can get it all in one stream. Um, but that Well, is, good for you. Good luck. Yes. I. The longest stream I've done is, I think it was four hours i mean if you count the squadrons esports stuff the longest one i did was six hours yeah but um i think that's the longest i've ever done too is like six hours the after i got done with the the um it was the twin suns tournament day one um 
there were some technical difficulties so i was the i was the main person for that i was the the through line for the entire tournament six hours later i had i had only eaten like two eggs the entire day oh my and then i still had a podcast to edit so i was oh no i just buckled it up and kept on going (laughs) it was it was what a day what a day but this this 12 hour stream i or i assume it'll be 12 hours basically until the game is finished uh i'm going to prep for it i'm gonna have and you're gonna have like it's it, it's going to be like just normal settings, right? Yeah, I'm not going to do Okay. Yeah, I was going to say because you're I, you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. Um if if it was on the hardcore settings um I don't know if I personally would be able to make it through that. <laughs> yeah. That was the last we have a soft sage. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, I'm super pumped. Uh the second game I'm excited for. Uh, I love how it was a, a medley of a bunch of great genres and great uh, games, Metroidvania style. Um, it has that the skill based combat, something like a a Bloodborne or uh, what is the other Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another game it reminded me of. It reminded me a little bit of Mario games, a little bit. Interesting. Just that, um, specifically like Super Mario 64, it kind of had that, you you have these set places that you can go to, um, it reminded me a little bit of that. So I'm excited, like, I wonder what kind of games they're going to incorporate with, like, game mechanics they're going to incorporate for the next one. Yeah, I'm excited to see, like, if there's going to be new planets Mm. that, 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 that. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of the plans you'd like to see? Oh man. Ooh. Well, I'm an, I'm a little biased. What if I say like Naboo? I think Naboo could be cool. Yeah. Let's see. That'd be post order sixty six. Uh, I wonder if Palpatine still has like a vacation home on Naboo. Yeah. <laughs> you'll see. You'll Palpatine. see Cal like looking through uh, Palpatine's drawer. Like, yeah. I gotta find this guy's notes and he finds a speedo in there and <laughs> uh, I need I need to go wash my eyes out. I need to clean my brain from oh, that that's, image. I mean that's not we've we've had grosser images in our brains already from Palpatine when when that's it, true. Uh, uh, we don't want to talk about that right now. Yeah, because you know, apparently he had a he had a child. Yeah. And it, was it technically him or was it his clone? Like, we don't even know if it was I even don't him know. or if it was a clone him. Also, if it was a clone him, why didn't he clone himself to look nice? Right? Like, genetically modify younger skin, sir. Exactly. <laughs> Left me scarred and deformed. <laughs> oh, oh, no. But with that, this has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, super for sure. stoked for the the stuff that we talked about today. And uh, yeah, thank thank you for having me. Heck yeah! Like this was really fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I always have a blast, and this has been a, a great episode uh, on the podcast talking about 
all kinds of things. We didn't even touch about the science stuff, so we'll have to come back and talk about what, what oh, your thoughts absolutely. are on, on science and Star Wars, because I would Hell love to yeah. get in that discussion with you. As someone this, who's this... a science noob, you can teach me the ways of the science <laughs> force. Absolutely. I would love to. So yeah, if you as a listener are like, hey, I want to get plugged into this awesome community that Zio's over there part of, Go follow her on Twitch and on Twitter. I'll leave links to that all in the description. And uh, definitely go say hi on her Twitch channel. Thank you for listening to Uplink Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Uplink Podcast or on Instagram at Uplink Podcast. If you like the show and we hope you do, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review. It helps us out a ton. It gets your feedback and it helps us attract new listeners. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on our Patreon, patreon.com slash uplinkpodcast. Be very appreciative of that. You can get exclusive content like Uplink Plus, our exclusive Patreon podcast, as well as some bonus insider deals on Uplink Podcast merchandise, as well as a mention in the outro, this right here. We'd like to thank Daniel, who uh, supports us at the $10 a month level and helps bring the show to you lovely people. Thank you so much, Daniel. And if you'd like a shout out at the end of the episode, please consider supporting on Patreon. Helps us out a ton, helps us to expand the show and bring you weekly content. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Yes, I know. We're uplink podcast now, but can't change the URL for YouTube. So please consider checking out the content that we're producing over there. We have weekly streams every Saturday at 12 p.m. MST, as well as bonus content and expansion of the show. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Wherever you find podcasts, you can find this show. Links to all of the guests' information will be in the description of this episode, so definitely go check them out as well. As always, thanks for listening. Goodness gracious.